0: He's Tanner Hendrickson, and I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. Right now, we are very happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Happy to be joined by Bruce Mano. He was the former Cardinals director of player development. He held that position from 2002 through 2006. I'd say a pretty good time for your St. Louis Cardinals. He is now with the Cincinnati Reds in their front office. Bruce, we sincerely appreciate you taking some time with us today. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing very well? So we wanted to get you on because the Cardinals are uh, trying to continue the development with their young guys the way that they had when you were uh, within the organization. How much has development, in your opinion, changed from when you were here with the Cardinals 15, 20 years ago to where we are today in Major League Baseball?
1: Well, um, we can probably talk for eight hours about <laughs> I uh, my last year as a as a development director was 2014 when I went over to the Braves uh, as the assistant GM. After a few years, they asked uh, if I would if I would take the development side as well. And so I took the player development over. And so my last year doing that was 2014. And um, I have since scouted. I've scouted the major leagues for a number of years, and I've also scouted the minor leagues. Uh, which I'm doing this year, and uh, I see a lot of change. I see a lot of change, and I think you know we could talk about all different phases of player development from from the pitching to the hitting to the fundamentals to the discipline to um, how things have changed in terms of teaching. But I think the one thing that, that sums it up a little bit is um, I I always felt that in our game, compared to other sports, I always felt that, that uh, we were unique in that we uh, basically taught players uh, to what their strengths actually were. You know, we we never taught the five ten guy how to be a a six three guy, and so we always we always uh, uh, spent a lot of time on the on the strengths. We addressed some of the, the things that needed to be worked on, but um, we always talked to the physical ability of the player and the physical stature of the player and what he could do well. And I think uh, that's changed a little bit from what I've seen, and some people may disagree with me on this, but just from sitting in the ballpark and watching, I think we've, uh, we've started to try to teach everybody the same. And uh, and I think that's uh, that's difficult in our game. Um, I I don't think we want to develop robotic players. I think we want to develop players that can use their instincts and their skills to their advantage and put them in positions to be successful. Um, so that's really what I'm seeing right now in the in the industry. And uh, and I think that uh, I think we were much stronger when we were teaching to the strengths of the players and not trying to make everybody the same.
0: Bruce, is there a position that might be more difficult to develop in a a minor league system compared to pitching or a position player?
1: Well, I always felt that starting pitching was the most difficult area to develop. And I say that because, you know, you have a young pitcher, and if he ends up struggling for a period of time, uh, there were times when, you know, you're, everybody, has a, everybody has an opinion, and, and, and nobody is really wrong on their opinion. You know, it's what you see, it's what you believe in. And um, there was a tendency, I think, when pitching, you know, starting young, younger starting pitching would start to struggle in the minor leagues, one of the first things that would be brought up is, well, let's put him in the bullpen. He'll be better in the bullpen. And it took, uh, it took a lot of patience to say, no, you know, we we can't do that. We've got to stay with him as a starter. What we have to do is figure out why he's not being more successful at this point. Now, there are times in player development and and it comes in stages. You know, there's times to develop a starting pitcher. There's also times to develop a pitcher period. And so you have a pitcher that uh, gets a little bit of age on him, or has stalled a little bit in the lower minors. And now your, your thought process changes And it changes to okay. What are we going to do to get this this player moving? What are we going to do to get him to the big leagues? Because if we keep continuing to wait and wait and wait for him to do certain things, you know he he, he's gonna he's gonna fall by the wayside, or he's gonna he's gonna get age on him, or he's gonna lose some of his some of his uh, uh, ability to to um, uh, you know move up. And so so there's different phases of that. But in terms of developing starting pitching. Uh, that was always the most difficult. And I, I, one of the things that, that I've looked at with pitching is this. And I know we've, in, as an industry, what we've done is we've we pretty much decided that the third time through the lineup, the starting pitcher is not as good as the reliever. So we started to trend toward making starting pitchers five-inning pitchers. And see, what we did in development, when we had a pitcher that hit the wall, and that third time through it was, was becoming more difficult, we would ask ourselves, why? Why is that happening? What are we doing, and what are we going to do to fix that? Because he has the pitches, he has the frame, he has, he has the, 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 the body type to withstand innings, but he's having a problem and he's kind of hitting the wall. And a lot of times what it came down to was command, because we used to tell our young pitchers, Pitch with your fastball as long as you can. Try to keep something in your pocket so that third time through, if you can break something out that the hitter hasn't seen, he's going to have a more difficult time being able to adjust to it. And if you can do that, that's probably going to get you beyond the fifth inning. And I always felt that once you get beyond the fifth inning, because that, kind of that was kind of the measuring stick. When you were watching minor league games and watching starting pitchers in the minor leagues, that fifth inning always proved to be the challenge. And once a pitcher would be able to master that and get through that fifth, you might get seven out of them. You might get eight out of them. But it was getting through that point. And so we emphasized to our pitchers, use your fastball. Use your fastball. Keep something in your pocket to get through that, that third time. But in order to use your fastball, the the number one thing you had to do was teach command, you had to be able to locate the fastball. And I think we've kind of gotten away from locating and now it's more about, uh, up in the zone, missing bats, um, not really centering on the commanding the ball but being able to elevate it and, and you know throw it past hitters up in the zone. So, so I think that's changed. But to answer your question, and I, I know it's kind of a long answer, but to answer your question, I think starting pitching has always been the most difficult to develop because you have to have the patience to stay with it.
0: It's interesting, Bruce, because we've talked with Mike Schilt about this, with Adam Wainwright's tremendous season that he's having. And I know you have a history with Wainwright. He was coming through the system here in St. Louis as you were the director of the Cardinals player development. Um He mentions, Mike Schilt has, that Waino, in his mind, is kind of the last of that group of pitchers that came through that kind of a development sense, uh system. He's, he said that he's the last of a dying breed, in his opinion. Uh, first mm-hmm. of all, do you agree with that assessment and kind of secondarily, can you give us a little bit of insight into what you saw from Wayno when he was da- still down in the minors, when you were here with the Cardinals?
1: Well, yeah, I do agree with Shilty on that. I think, I think it's, it, it's, I think it's, uh, it's pretty accurate. Um, and, and I think, uh, again, you know, there's, it's, it's a little different philosophically today as to what we're, what we're trying to do, um, but I think, I think, by and large, pitching is, is basically what it is. It's pitching. It's getting hitters out. You know, it, it's being able to go back and forth. It's being able to go in and out. And what's kind of funny is, is you know, we've talked about speeding up the game forever. And yet we're talking about trying to throw the ball by hitters. Well, I think it takes more pitches to strike somebody out than it does, to maybe be more efficient and get a hitter out in three or four pitches. I think that alone would probably speed up the process. But um, I, I think we, we have changed philosophically on that. What I can tell you about Wayno about, uh, uh, in the minor leagues, and I was with a club, in fact, that when we acquired him, I had, uh, we were at the winter meetings, and Walt had asked me to, uh, to try to get a hold of him. And, and I contacted his home and I talked to his mom. Uh, and you know about the fact that the cardinals had just acquired him and uh he was he was a you know he he was a consummate pro he's always been um, he came in and had you know he he showed arm strength um he just showed uh, he showed a competitiveness he showed the ability to to uh to command pitches to locate uh he showed a you know a plus breaking pitch um and and he was just he was he was kind of a student, you know, of in wanting to do well and wanting to get better all the time, and really worked at it, really worked at it, and really always competed. And uh, you know, you look at players like that, and it's it's not a surprise to you that they have done as well as they have. I'll give you a quick story on another guy. Please, um, I had I had Yadi in the minor leagues, and um, you know, you see different things from players as they're coming through the minor leagues so so yachty's catching in memphis and we've got a day game uh or afternoon it was a i think it was a saturday game a little later start and then we had a sunday day game so anyway he's he's catching and uh and uh in one of his plate appearances he he gets hit in his elbow with a pitch and he stays in and he finishes that inning and then uh, the next inning he comes out, well, we end up taking him out of the game, and so I left and went down the clubhouse and walked into the trainer's room and and our trainer had said that um, you know he had he'd taken a shot on his elbow, and it was sore, and he wasn't sure how long it would be. it might be a couple of days and so, um the next morning, I came into the ballpark. we had a day game, I came in early. And uh, our manager was in the office and I, so I went in and I said, have you, have you heard anything on Yachty for today? And he said, he's fine. He's where he's good to go. And he said, I came in this morning and he said, I heard, I heard the balls ricocheting off the cage coming down the clubhouse. And he said, uh, Yachty was in the cage. First, only guy at the ballpark, first guy there, he was in the cage hitting because he wanted to make sure that he was playing today. So that's, the kind of competitor and the kind of 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 character of a Yadier Molina and then you look and you see the years he's played and what he's accomplished in the game and it's not a surprise you know we always said for so long you you really get baseball has a way of you know it, it can jump up and bite you real quick it can humble you and basically what you'll find at the end is whatever you put in is what you'll get out of it. If you put 100% in it, you're going to get 100% out of it. If you put 80% in it, you're generally going to get 80% out of it at the end. And so these are players that have always given everything that they've had uh, to the game, to their careers. Uh, they've been, you know, just consummate professionals. And so it's no surprise to see the great success they've had and the longevity.
0: Well, Bruce, both of those guys have certainly put in 100%. There's no doubt about that. It seems like every time they step onto the field at this point, there's some sort of historical milestone <laughs> that we're talking about the next day, which has been uh, really remarkable to watch. And the season that is putting up this year is just it's it's super impressive. Bruce, thanks so much for hopping on with us today. We sincerely appreciate you taking the time. All the best to you and hopefully we'll talk with you again soon.
1: Thanks guys, enjoyed it and uh, anytime.